Welcome to Women in Electronics, the only show that empowers, develops, advocates, and celebrates the accomplishments and advancement of women in the electronics industry. With your host, Jackie Maddox. Well, hello, and here we are again today with our leader in Highlight series from Women in Electronics. We have Bruce Keller with us again today for part two of his Leader and Highlight series. In part one, we just didn't get to enough. We had more to talk to him about. So thank you, Bruce, for attending once again and being part of our program. It's wonderful to be with you. I appreciate it. Bruce Keller, you're the Senior Vice President of Sales for Sager Electronics. You have a long history in the industry and just so many great accomplishments along the way. So we had talked to you a lot about that in your prior interview. In this one, I wanted to get a little more into you personally, and we had kind of run out of time, and I just felt like it was so important to get to this with you. So thanks for taking the time. But really, I wanted to talk to you today about some of your passions, because I really believe that tells a lot about a person, is what do you do outside of work? What are your passions? What how do you define success in not only your professional life, but your personal life? So wanted to turn it over to you and, and have that discussion. Well, uh, passions, I guess, family and friends is a big passion of mine. And I think that goes hand in hand with the success, success part of it. A passion I had for a lot of years, played basketball for a lot of years in leagues for 30 or 40 years. And as I've gotten older, turned that into golf and not doing so well there. I'm trying to learn the game, but not having a lot of success. <laughs> Uh, but still working about it, uh, working at it. Uh, passions, I'm still pretty passionate about this business, quite honestly. I'm, I'm very fortunate. I've been in it for a long time, but, you know, truly excited to get up and go to work every single day and still really enjoy this business. And, you know, early on, the passion was really the family. Uh, I have two daughters. My passion was, or my goal that I set for myself was to try and get them raised, get them through college, get them through weddings, and send them off into the world debt-free and educated. And uh, once that was accomplished, that was a, a very, very good feeling. Uh, but as I said, I still really enjoy the business. Um, I, I'm excited by the business. I still really like to be involved in the development of new technologies and feel fortunate, you know, our role within that. I think about, you know, Bluetooth. We knew about it before anyone else did. I remember calling on Garmin, GPS, and seeing that. And now everyone has that technology on their phones. So um, I really love that, and I love the competitive nature of our business. And, you know, from a measurement of success standpoint, I guess, uh, I look at that and, again, want to be a well-rounded person. I think I told you once before, I had a, I was a big fan of a guy named Merlin Olson that played for the L.A. Rams for many, many years. And when he passed away, I was doing quite a bit of reading about him some time ago, and he actually created a mission statement for his life. And uh, that mission statement was... You know, he said, the focus of my life begins at home with family, loved ones, and friends. Uh, I want to use my resources to create a secure environment that fosters love and learning, laughter and mutual success. I'll be a self-starter. I'll be a caring person and a good listener with an open mind. I'll continue to grow and learn, and I'll facilitate and celebrate the success from others. And I really thought if you could follow that path, I would consider that to be a pretty successful life and career. Well, I think so far you're on the right track, Bruce. <laughs> Seems like it. And really, I think now in the time we're living, it just seems like it used to be that people would 
have a certain age in mind and they'd say, I want to retire at this age, but it just seems like people are going longer because there's so much more to get done, right? And and people are living healthier and being energized for a lot longer than we used to see. So hopefully we'll have you around for a lot longer, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, That's the plan, Jackie. Well, good. We, we need you in the game, Bruce. We need leaders like you um, to help carry us through the rest, rest of the way. But also, we talked about family. We talked about um, your success plan for your family. But I wanted to ask you, because I've heard you mention your wife over the years. And, and I'm sorry, what is your wife's name again, Bruce? Jenny. Okay, Jenny. So... I've heard about her, and obviously she's a lovely woman, and um, I just wanted to know from her standpoint, this was one of the questions I had for you when when we were talking about the pre-interview, is what do you think her sacrifices were as you were going along your career journey? How do you feel that your wife was participating in in that success plan, and what were her sacrifices behind the scenes? No, she made plenty. I mean, um, you know, you've you've heard and... you know, we live in the area and we probably, you may have met her a time or two, but best thing that ever happened to me. She's just a wonderful, wonderful woman. We're coming up 40 years very soon of being married. And again, just very, very fortunate that uh, to have her as my wife. Um, she made a tremendous amount of uh, sacrifices. You know, first of all, uh, she had a career and a job when we got married. And, you know, when we had kids discussed the fact that, as you said, not easy to do, but wanted to try and allow her you know, to spend time at home, be with the kids and be very involved in their lives as I went out to work. So the first thing she did is gave up her career, which uh, her boss spent a lot of time trying to talk her out of doing that. But we made that decision. And, uh, you know, we talked as things progressed. And again, our kids were young and knew we didn't have some big trust fund sitting out there or some big retirement or inheritance coming our way. And as I got opportunities to go into management, you know, we sat down and talked about it. And I said, hey, I have some opportunities here and I think it can work out for us and help us meet the goals of the family, et cetera. But uh, this next step is going to involve a lot of work and a lot of traveling. And before I jump into that, I want to make sure that you're up for it and that we're up for it because, you know, I believe you have to have a happy home life and a happy work life, right? One interferes with the other if that's not the case. And, you know, we talked about it and she said, hey, I- I'm all in. I got the home front. Uh, you get out and travel. You do what you need to do, and you know I'll support you through it. And um, she just has done that every single step of the way. Just been tremendous. So she really, I, I, uh, I as I said, I have two daughters, and I'm very proud of who they are. And I'll tell you what, I'll give her all the credit for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she kept things running, stayed on top of them, and made my life very, very easy. Uh, and uh, and also just. You know, always there with a positive note, positive nature, but sacrificed an awful lot, uh, as I said, in her own career for the betterment of my career and to work together to provide for the family and something that uh, I've always appreciated. And the other thing that she would do is when I got too far astray, she'd once in a while say, okay, uh, this is going on at home and this one's important. So schedule your time to be here (laughs) and Mm -hmm. uh, get me on the straight and narrow from that standpoint. But, you know, to this day, all these days uh, later, she's just been tremendously supportive and quite honestly had a lot of more a lot more confidence in in me than I did at given times mm. and is is just been a wonderful person uh, from that standpoint as well well we appreciate Jenny very much and supporting <laughs> you and um, love hearing the stories about successful family life and successful professional life because I think that's something we don't talk about enough 
in, in our professional world is most leaders that I interview, they have a successful home life or they have that partner behind them. It's really important to have that. Um, it's really interesting too, though, Bruce, now that we're in the time we're in and we have the younger uh, generations coming up, they may or may not have as much of the opportunity for one person to stay home. Um, and so we are going to be facing more challenges with women in the workforce because they need to be that supportive person at home, but also having a career. So these are all the issues as an industry we're going to have to face. Um, for in, in your case, for example, if Jenny wasn't able to stay home and she was also working, how would that have impacted your career? So these are all issues we're going to be talking through as an industry to uncover and decide how do companies start to provide resources to help with this type of an issue. It's something we're just scratching the surface on. But anyway, I just want to throw that out there. Love. I, I, yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly, Jackie. I, as I said, I got two daughters. They're in their mid-30s, and they both have families and uh, both professionals, both in the education system, working hard. And uh, it's terrible. Yeah, it's very, very, it's almost impossible today, really, depending on the geography you live in. We live in Southern California. And it's almost impossible, you know, not to have both uh, both individuals working. Yeah, so we'll have to face these issues as, as we go along and, and address it in our Women Electronics Conference. That's one of the, the, the points we'll be making as well and talking through as an industry. But important to note and very happy for you that you've had that blessing of your wife to be able to support you and, and vice versa too. You've always been incredibly supportive of every time I hear you talk about Jenny. It's always been in the highest regards and I appreciate that so much and so many women listening appreciate that so much. So I also want to talk to you about mentorship because as we were previously talking, there's a lot of mentorship that needs to happen when we're rising in our career journeys, especially now with these issues we we're just talking about as far as how do you juggle professional life and home life and do both successfully. Mentors are now coaches. So what advice do you have in that regard? We touched on it last time, but if you look back on some of your mentors, who were they? What stories do you have to tell? How impactful was this for your career? Well, uh, I think I was very, very fortunate in that it started at home. Uh, I had wonderful parents. My dad was in the construction business. And, you know, early, early on, he definitely sent the message that you show up for work, you work hard, you do the best you can at whatever you do. Doesn't matter what you do, try and be the best. And, uh, you know, that work ethic, honesty, integrity, everything was paramount uh, in his teachings to us. And he's been gone now for about 14 years. But I can tell you, not a month goes by that I don't hear in my head something that he told me along the way. And to me, that's a tremendous blessing. And, uh, you know, a blessing a father can give a son. Uh, on the other side, my mom was more of a compassionate person. I think I got from her maybe empathy, sympathy. The ability to listen, because he was a pretty hard-driven guy, just go get it done. And she was one to say, slow down and listen once in a while. So fortunately for me, I, I had a great upbringing and it started there. But I would tell you, and I think when we talked earlier, I told you I kind of came up through this business. And I, I was fortunate enough to work in my first job at, uh, for a guy that was really a great mentor. Uh, people say that, you know, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And uh this guy was certainly there for me. I was young and energetic and probably way too many questions. And 
he not only took the time to teach me and to tell me what to do, but why and how we were doing it and uh, the right thing to do. One particular instance comes to mind. Early in my field sales career, um, we had a customer and we were shutting their line down. We couldn't get components for them. And I went in to make the sales call and we weren't sure if we were going to have the components that day or not. I was talking to the buyer and said, you know, we're not going to have your parts today. We'll hopefully have them tomorrow. He talked to the production manager. The production manager walked in and said, hey, can you guys come with me? Walk us out to the production floor. There were about 20 people out there. And he said, I just wanted to introduce you to the guy that's sending you all home without work this afternoon. Oh. And about 20 people stopped and looked at me. And, oh, they, wow. and he said, I'll, I'll be back in a little while, but I'm sending you all home. If you have vacation, you can use it. If not, I'll be back to talk about how we're going to handle this. But it's because of this guy right here, right? Oh, boy. So I left the call. In those days, you went to a payphone, called my boss and said, hey, this just happened. Wasn't really a good feeling. Where are we at on the guy's parts? He said, well, we're not going to have him today. I'm quite sure we'll have him tomorrow. Are you going to be in that area for a little while? I said, I am. He said, okay, hang tight. I'll get back to you. About an hour and a half later, he called me and said, are you still in the area? I said, I am. And uh, he said, meet me at the account. I have an appointment for us at the account with the production manager and your buyer. He said, okay, I met him at the account. And long story short, he basically went in and said, hey, look, I'm here because this guy's the best sales guy I'm working for me. He's done everything he can to get you your parts. I understand what happened today, and I understand that wasn't good, but I'm here to tell you that it's my responsibility, not his, and I'm the guy that let you down, not him. Mm-hmm. And I just remember at that time thinking, you know, this guy didn't need to get in his car and drive across town to basically clear my name, Right. And I remember thinking at that time, if I'm, if I'm ever a guy that manages people, uh, I want to be the type of guy that supports his people the way he just supported me. So that's a story that's always stayed with me forever and went on to have a pretty good career and do quite a bit of business with that account. So that's just something that sticks in my mind. Mm, I love that story, Bruce. And when you were describing the line down situation and being faced in front of everyone, I, my heart sunk. <laughs> because I, <laughs> yeah, what is a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, I, I remember those types of situations, but never had to be the one in a room uh, with everybody looking at me. So that, that just made my heart kind of stop a minute. <laughs> um, but also integrity. So I do think that that is an important point because your name is important. Your reputation is important. So he was clearing your name. And I think it's really important for everybody to recognize that our integrity is really all we have, our reputation and how we go about our lives and the decisions we make. It, it, it's very important. So it's awesome to hear that he was that type of leader. And I know that that's the type of leader you are too. So thank you for that story. Um, and really, we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier with you saying that you're still passionate about the industry and we were talking about home life and professional life. So the question, the next question I have for you is what are your next steps, Bruce? Like what does it look like for you five years out? What, what's your plan? Well, you know, the, the plan really is to continue to work. As I said, I, I truly, truly enjoy the job. And, you know, we always want to have that vision on five years and what's going to happen five years out. But to be honest with you right now, I, I'm really focused on what is going to happen in this next year. Yes. Uh, you know, these last nine months, we've been through unprecedented times. We're in the midst of an election and all those things. So what I'm trying to do is really give some immediate focus and understand, you know, what is this business going to look like post-pandemic? I think that's at the forefront of everyone's mind. 
you know, exploring what are the virtual capabilities? How is business going to be done? What is the new normal going to be? Uh, you know, what kind of technical interface will, will we need to have there? Field sales versus inside sales, uh, technical support, virtual calls. So I'm in the midst of really trying to and continuing to understand that to the best of my ability and then really look and stay abreast of the new tech, newest technologies because one thing I am very confident of is we're still going to be in a very robust industry. It's going to go through its ups and downs, but we're driving technology. We're driving the future. And, you know, what is that going to look like with the Internet of Things, 5G? You know, what's going to be out there driving the industry? And we naturally want to be on the forefront of that. And also understanding, you know, again, going forward, what are going to be the best means to deliver value to our customers uh, and suppliers? So, uh, certainly thinking about five years out, but those other issues are probably more immediately on my mind to try and figure out over, say, the next, you know, eight to 12 months. Well, that's interesting. And before we get into my next question, I just wanted to ask you, it's an interesting topic and it's something we'll address at the, the conference coming up um, November 10th for Women Electronics. But what are some best practices you've seen so far? Because this is such a critical issue with reaching the end user right now. Are you seeing something that's worked successfully that you can see moving into the future? You know, the immediacy of this thing, it hit, and I'll tell you how far off I was. When we asked people to go home mid-March, I thought this would be about two weeks and they'll be back to work. And, you know, here we are seven months later. So in the beginning, what we really focused on is trying to provide value to our customers. Understanding at the time, if you remember, the pandemic was pretty prevalent in Asia affecting deliveries in Asia, the Philippines, et cetera. So we really, really focused at that time on talking to our customers about product that was coming from those geographies and trying staying in front of things on their behalf to make sure their supply chain wasn't interrupted, right? So really tried to provide that value and bridge that gap between manufacturer and customer. And what we really wanted to do is not just call and say, how, you, how are you doing? but call and say, hey, here's some items we think you should be looking at so it won't be impactful to your business. The other thing we tried to understand is, as a customer, what are you going through? And that's a media we've used an awful lot to, uh, you know, to participate in. Put Bruce, um, I think all of us are talking through a lot of things and it's interesting to talk to different leaders and pull some best practices. Um, that's why I really believe that the leaders we have now in place, like yourself, if I look at people like Michael Knight, Don Akery, Mike Morton, all the people on your team that are part of the TTI family of companies, all the Mauser people, and just even the, the sponsors behind the women electronics companies that represent uh, women electronics, the leaders were made for this time. So we need these people in place right now. Thankfully, we have the right people at the right time with the right experience because if we didn't, it could be disastrous. So thankfully, we have a lot of you here to help guide through these times. So um, that's very fortunate. And that's why all these conversations are so important for the people that are rising up that maybe don't have the experience in the industry to be able to get mentorship from people like you and all these other leaders, because that is so valuable right now. It, it's probably more critical. This pandemic put us in a situation where we're relying and needing um, leaders like yourself more now than ever. So um, thank you for being here <laughs> to help guide through these times. Um, and really, we're going to be wrapping it up soon, but I feel like I love talking to you, Bruce. Um, I wanted to ask you, so 
this Women Electronics Initiative has been around for maybe just a few years now. And we're seeing more companies get on board, more companies be willing to have um, these conversations. So why is it that you feel that this would be something that you, Bruce Keller, are interested in participating in and that you see value for your company? Well, you know, there's there's really so many facets to that, Jackie. Um, I think what you guys are doing is, is outstanding. It's great. Um, you're providing a great service to our industry. And I think some of the things that you're doing is you're really providing consistency across the industry. Because if you think about it, many of your members come from companies that are many, many different sizes. And the things you're doing with your seminars, your training, your networking, you're giving people opportunities that many women honestly did not have in the past. And I think that's really created tremendous value uh, to our industry. And it's also helped even those of us that, you know, are on the, uh, the male side of this. I, I looked at your founding board members and, you know, I do business with six of the people on that, you know, original nine, I think it was. And I say, this is just outstanding. And I know we've had uh, uh, women from our company attend many of your seminars, your outbreaks, your uh, meetings, et cetera. And they always come back energized with some great ideas. And it's beneficial, not just, just the women at our company, they've actually implemented an awful lot of what they've learned throughout the company. And, and that's outstanding. And uh, so the services you're providing, not just to the women you're involved in, but the industry in general, and also the recruitment side. We need new people in this industry, young blood. And I think you're having a, a serious impact on that too. In fact, I was talking to Mary Ellen Stack, our director of marketing, and she told me she's going to get a little bit more involved in helping you guys. And I, I just think that's outstanding. Yes. And we appreciate her help very much. She's doing a lot to help us out right now. And we're very blessed and happy to see the um, support of the industry, to tell you the truth. And I will take this opportunity because by the time this airs, it will already be announced. But TTI Family of Companies is now going to be our first global sponsor. So that's super exciting. Uh, very happy about that. Uh, love your team. Uh, they've been behind us since uh, we started. So we're very happy and honored to be aligned with TTI family of companies. No, it's wonderful. And again, thanks thanks for all you're doing, you and your organization. Like I said, uh, you're really making a, a difference in the awareness you're creating, the training, mentoring, and keep up the good work, Jackie. You're doing a great job. Mm, Bruce, and you too as well. And I hope to... Soon as things kind of calm down a little bit and you have a little time would love to meet up for lunch or something and, and just say hello since we're both in the same area and appreciate your leadership very much bruce like i said before on the prior interview you're an indirect mentor for me i don't call you all the time but i worked with you in the past and i always when i'm faced with a situation i'll think of people like you and say what would bruce do in this situation so anyway <laughs> That's the best compliment I could get. Thank you very much. Oh, well, you have a blessed day, and thank you for participating. Thank you for being part of our program. All right, Jackie. Thank you. You've been listening to another episode of Women in Electronics right here in Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net.